It's Toronto's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hi, this is Leslie Dumlau with Canada's Podcast, the nation's number one entrepreneurial network. Uh, today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Sean Reed. He is the president and head coach of Arrowhead Coaching and Facilitation Solutions, and based out of Grimsby, Ontario, which is pretty close to uh, it's in Niagara region and just a little ways away from Hamilton. So Sean, take it away. Tell us uh, a little bit about, about yourself and how you became an entrepreneur. Sure. Well, thanks a lot for having me, Leslie. So I, my story is I was, I basically had a corporate, worked in corporate environments for 25 years. I started out my career actually um, working in, in politics. I was a communications advisor minister in the, in the 90s. Uh, then I got into consulting a little bit and then into uh, the technology world. I worked for a software company for about uh, 10 years in different corporate communications and internal communications uh, leadership roles. And then, uh, and then shifted, took a complete left turn and went to work for an association in the construction industry for another 10 years in an executive position. And somewhere around the uh, middle of last year, I, I got kind of this, this, came to this realization that I really wanted to start my own business and, uh, and really kind of grow something on my own. And I wanted that business to focus on, on people um, and really working as much as possible, you know, directly one-on-one with with leaders. I've always been about helping leaders lead. And, and so that just in kind of, you know, I think it was probably just a, some time, I don't know, sitting in the sunshine on my <laughs> cottage dock or something like that. And uh, I just said, you know, this is, this is what I want to do. And so I decided at the end of uh, last year to launch my own, uh, my own company. We're a leadership coaching and consulting company and we help leaders build uh, great organizations. Uh, and it's been a really exciting ride since then. So are you based mostly in Niagara region or are you serving all of Toronto GTA? So I started serve when I started just doing coaching individually. Um, my actually my very first client was not even based in Canada. It's, they were, they were based in Pennsylvania. Um, and so now our company serves clients in, in all over North America. So Edmonton, Toronto, Mississauga, Pennsylvania, and Minneapolis, all over the place. And so, and the beauty of, of a lot of what we do, especially right now is it's, uh, online. So we can, we can serve our clients, uh, uh, wherever they have. Yeah. Um, what do you think the benefits are of doing business in, uh, I guess, Niagara? Well, in the Niagara region, we have an amazing number of creative entrepreneurs emerging. And actually, this this region is fascinating to see. There's more and more people moving into this region, and especially people who are creating uh, or launching creative uh, industry companies. So marketing agencies, um, uh, writing agencies, um, uh, public relations uh, and government relations uh, agencies. There's this intellectual community or entrepreneurial community forming here that um, is really interesting to see. I don't know if it's the uh, close access to the wine region or the a little bit warmer temperatures or something, but it uh, all these creative minds are coming together in this community, and it's really 
really exciting to see and be a part of that and kind of and kind of tap into that and and uh, some of those people are are clients for me and but others are are really just our peers and suppliers and and partners and um, I'm really enjoying feeding off of that creative energy that this uh, region has. I 100% agree. Uh, for our listeners, I, I actually live in the same town as Sean, uh, so we're part of the same community. So I can I can vouch for that uh, that point. And what do you find are some of the challenges of doing business in uh, Niagara region? This is a region that has a lot of emerging small businesses in the area and then it has a handful of very large established companies uh in the region so you know there's a you know there's a few really big um agri-food companies or um uh there's a there's a large waste uh management company not far from here and but there's really sort of a handful of those big established companies and then a lot of little little agencies and what we're kind of missing is that sort of middle we don't have a ton of those mid-size uh, clients right here we're also challenged a little bit i think although i think our leadership are working on this right now around access and transit and getting to the those those major urban uh, hubs uh, more quickly and easily. So um, that's been a bit of a challenge, you know, just accessing some of the capital that you'll find in that sort of mid-sized market. But, but, you know, as both you and I know, so much of our work these days is done online that that's not really, you know, a major issue, uh, especially in my business and in, in, in the coaching and, and consulting business. Uh, you know, it's, it's not difficult to, to coach by a video conference or, or over the phone even, uh, and do it really effectively. So it's, you know, that that's something that I think this region, as it continues to grow and come into its own, is going to just, it's going to deal with, and it's going to, uh, it's going to become a much, you know, more and more of a, a hotbed for, for entrepreneurial talent, I think. I'm going to shift gears a little bit, but uh, some of our best ideas come when we're least expecting them. How do you disconnect and recharge? How do you find some of your really fruitful ideas? <laughs> it's funny you should say that because just this morning uh, I woke up uh, ahead of my alarm and I I had this idea in my head and I I had to get up and start writing uh, about it right away. I totally disrupted my. I'm I'm usually very deliberate about my morning routine and I completely blew it up so I could just unload this creative energy into this article I had to write. But um, I think we have to be, uh, oddly, we have to be intentional in order to be spontaneous and creative. We have to plan for spontaneity, if you, can, if you can get your head around that for a second. We actually have to carve out time to access those things around us that we know give us that stimulation to, to ignite our creative energy. So for me... Even in spite of this, you know, isolation that we're in with the COVID-19, for me, sunshine is um, and daylight is just this igniter for me. And I will literally take time between meetings and just sit in front of my window here and stare out at the blue sky and the sunshine. And as crazy as that sounds, that actually is like 
that's a that fires me up you know just to see i don't know if it's the optimism and the symbolism of a blue sky and sunshine or something like that but but actually taking little steps figuring out what those those little igniters are for you and everybody's different um but figuring out what those little creative igniters are for you and actually being deliberate about making time to do those things for me that's a strategy that's really worked to keep my creative energy and my and my physical energy up uh as we move um through these particularly through these bizarre times that we're in right now so when you say like actually make time for it do you actually set out time in a schedule and say like okay i'm making time for just spontaneity here i'm making time to just be creative i do cuz well, some people's schedules are just so jam packed they are and the short answer is yes i do uh i do that i actually schedule um i have a my, my best time for writing um for example is is first thing in the morning just like i described this morning and so actually after my morning routine um which is a repeatable process that i go through every morning i then have the first hour of my day is set aside for writing and then i have a set aside time in the middle of the day where i actually step outside unless it's like really terrible weather i'll step outside and go for a walk you know fortunately we're we're home right now so i can go for a walk uh with my wife for you know we'll go for a 20 minute walk or something like that and um those are scheduled times in my day that i know i have to protect if i want to be effective the rest of the time so yes our days are completely hectic but if we look at how we operate each of us we'll figure out certain certain secrets to actually helping ourselves operate more effectively for me a walk for 20 minutes outside and we can do that here in West Niagara in spite of the covid stuff for me that is a a really significant catalyst for keeping my energy up especially in the second half of the day through that sort of that time around 3:00 when we really really would like a nap you know getting that 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 fresh air injection um really helps me propel through the rest of the day so i finish as strong as i started so yeah i mean if if we discover that those there are a handful of those kinds of things that really fuel us then we do have to be deliberate about making time for them if we want to be effective that's really valuable advice so now i'm curious um what is your morning routine <laughs> it's not rocket science i'll tell you that My morning routine right now in in all honesty is I wake up and and this is the part that I'm going to change and I'll talk about that in a second but I wake up and the first thing if I'm being honest that I do is I roll out of bed and I look at my phone and what's on it and I'll come back to that in a second you know like email to take a scan through what's emails social media posts etc then I get up have a shower get cleaned up and then i walk downstairs and i spend about 15 minutes um in in prayer and reflection some people do meditation some people do just a quiet time of solitude for me i i'm a, i'm a christian i i pray um and that helps me kind of just get centered get focused you know re- kind of reestablish what's most important for me and then 
I'm off to the races and I have some, uh, some food. I often, although not, not consistently, but, but often, um, will then take, uh, 10 minutes and do some, some stretching or some sort of physical, like basic physical exercise just to get literally get my posture and my kind of physical presence established for the day. And then I start my writing routine after that. So the whole, the morning routine is, you know, again, it's not rocket science, but it's, it's got in it, it's got two or three things. It's got the nutrition. It's got a little bit of physical setup for the day. And it's got that time for mental and spiritual engagement that I need. So it's about an hour and a half to a two hour um, routine in general. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Oh, and the part, oh, that part, I forgot to mention, the part that I want to change, though, is this, is this checking the email thing. There's a guy named Brandon Richard who I like. He's a high-performance uh, coach out of the U.S., and he, he talks about this all the time. He's like, we, can, we totally can set our minds off in the wrong direction when we, when we look at our phones first thing in the morning, and he's right. <laughs> he's right sometimes it works great for me and i doesn't or it doesn't bother me but sometimes depending on what's sitting there in our inbox waiting for us it can send our mind in the exact wrong direction that's the one thing i'm going to definitely be cleaning up in my morning routine pretty soon yeah it's a good it's a good habit to change the inbox or the news right yeah, the inbox, the news, uh, you know, a social media post that really pushes your buttons, whatever it is for you. I, you know, I got to bring back, the problem for me is this is my alarm clock right now. So I got to bring back, I got to get myself just an old fashioned alarm clock that I can sit beside my bed and I'm going to put the phone downstairs somewhere, you know, but I'm not there yet, but hopefully someday. Baby steps. Yeah, exactly. That's wonderful. Um... So next question for you is, what book are you currently reading? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I'm, well, I, so before we started this interview, I was telling you that I've spent a lot of my time during this COVID. Uh, I decided to to use oh, this more t- this time of less being around uh, other people uh, to uh, really dive into some of my own thinking around my, my company in a different, in a different way. And so I've been reading a lot of um, marketing work. So I just wrapped up reading uh, Donald Miller's building a story brand, which is a great book on marketing. Um, And I've got another uh, book here by Russell Brunson on, you know, funnels and building good lead generation strategy that I'm, I'm starting to to tick through. So um, I'm a big fan of, you know, the, you know, the latest and greatest, uh, you know, business, uh, business books. And, and so those are a couple that I've been uh, reading through lately. That's awesome. So you said you're working a lot on the marketing of your business. I'm just wondering, what's the, your, your vision for your business and kind of a five-year plan for your business? Where would you want to see it? That's a great, great question because one of the things that we help uh, other companies do is have <laughs> have good, compelling uh, five-year plans. My five-year plan is, and but the first thing we tell our clients is that those it's okay for those plans to shift. And my five-year plan has shifted too, even in the very short time that we've been going. But uh, the plan here, we believe very much in the power of one-on-one coaching. Um, so what we would like to be able to do is build a consulting and a coaching agency that is serving clients at least in North America, if not around the around the world, 
but delivering really powerful one-on-one coaching or consulting services where you know one of our consultants or one of our coaches is working directly with an executive or a leadership team and really diving deep into what's going on in their business and what's going on in their leadership helping them not just come up with sort of tactical solutions day to day but really transform their business get at some of the underlying barriers or obstacles that are might be getting in the way of them really taking things to the next level. So we're going to be at one of those coaching. A lot of coaches go um, in a different direction where they do a lot of group coaching and a lot of masterminds and, uh, you know, big webinar programs and conferences and this. Um, That's not our vision. Uh, Our vision, uh, we might do a little bit of that, but our vision is really to actually scale the number of coaches who really get what our, our vision is about and what our values are and, and just bring those, bring those out to more and more organizations and to more and more leaders around the world. So now I'm going to shift gears a little bit. I want to talk about uh, COVID-19 and how, how you're holding up and what you're doing. What's the most exciting thing that you've been working on right now? And I'm noticing that either some people are either really busy in this time or they're very bored. Um, so it's a multi-part question. Where do you stand and what advice would you give to entrepreneurs who are looking for things to do with their extra time? You know, one of the interesting aspects of marketing a coaching, and, and as you know, a coaching and a consulting company is we want to serve our clients. But one of the ways we actually have to get out there to market our client to, to, to potential clients is actually, is actually get content out to the market. And, and that involves a lot of times sharing our ideas, um, you know, putting them out there either in the form of videos or blogs or, or, or traditional media, but getting our ideas um, out to the market. I'll be honest, that was not why I got into coaching and consulting. I am I, the guy who actually likes being behind the scenes, helping leaders excel. Um, I don't like to really be the one that's putting myself out there as the star of the show. So it took me a long time uh, to get comfortable with that. But I did. And, and in this, in this uh, time especially, I decided that this is, I needed to um, break out of you know, my comfort zone and, and put myself out there as the kind of voice for our company and so I did. And so we've got, you know, uh, we established, I told you, I established that writing routine where I'm just producing um, blog content or video content every, uh, every morning now. And the beauty of, of you know, what we're, what we're in right now is there's no shortage of inspiration. And, and what I discovered was not only is, is it, you know, me having my act together and helping those who don't uh, you know, get, get, get their act together. But I'm actually learning every day through this experience. And all I'm doing is just passing on what I'm experiencing and what I'm learning onto the, to the marketplace. So quite literally, a blog post I'll write one day is based on something I only discovered for myself a couple of days earlier. And that's, I think that's sort of what, what we're supposed to do as leaders is just we don't lead like we've got our act together all the time. We lead authentically, and then we pass on what we're learning uh, to those that we're trying to lead. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Sean, I saw on your website that um, you experienced something 
a neck injury a few mm-hmm. years ago. I'm not sure exactly how long ago that put you in isolation for a few weeks and yeah. you were isolated to your bedroom. And you did glean a few uh, lessons from that that are helping with this isolation now. What would you, what advice would you give to entrepreneurs? Ironically, I'm, I'm still there. I'm still in my, <laughs> that's where I'm talking to you from today. Um, but uh, yeah, so what happened, um, so a couple of years ago, almost exactly two years ago, actually, I had, uh, I was very sick with uh, uh, fever and flu and <laughs> ironically, um, you know, it was a fever and flu and I, I fell. I had a, I had a, I basically collapsed and I messed up my neck. So I actually ended up herniating four discs in the back of my neck. And not only that, but I basically created this, set off this kind of, you know, something in my nervous system where I was basically like lit up like a Christmas tree with numbness and tingling um, to the point of really not being able to, to move all through my upper body. And so I was totally incapacitated. The only way I could, um, could really kind of function was if I wore this neck brace and didn't walk around very much. So my doctor said, you just, until we get this sorted out, you just have to stay put. And they were, you know, they were saying we were probably going to have to have surgery and a whole bunch of other things. So for, you know, for months, I uh, couldn't go anywhere until, you know, our, until the healthcare system could figure out what was wrong with me, um, you know, and, uh, and get, a, get a treatment plan together. I had been, just to put this in context, I had been uh, work as an executive in this association I was working for, traveling a lot, like three, three or four times a month for a few days at a time across Canada. And so now I was sitting in my room and that was extremely challenging. And I first discovered, you know, I really, it was the first time I confronted my mortality in a significant way. It's the first time I realize, you know, how much meaning we get from from the work that we do uh, and from the relationships that we have when I was finally cut off from a lot of those relationships. And, you know, you, you learn a lot about yourself um, when a significant part of your life is suddenly taken away from you. And I'm sure there are a lot of listeners and, and viewers of this uh, podcast who would know exactly what I'm talking about. But I, I, in that process, I learned a number of things that were helping me get through it and be constructive and be productive and be positive. And uh, so at the time, I wrote this blog. And then recently, I think what you're referring to is I referred back to that in terms of learnings that we could now apply in the COVID situation. You know, there were a number of, of learnings from that. I think, you know, two that really pop into my mind were, you know, just because we're shut in right now doesn't mean we're, we're disconnected from people. But again, like the other things, like the, you know, creative stimulus and the morning routines, we have to be intentional about it. And so I actually just posted on this not long ago. There's a video. We have to be intentional about connecting with people regularly every day. And so I actually posted a little video the other day about what is that, what, what might that look like? And I said, you know, you could do it three ways. You can connect with three people each day uh, in particular. I mean, you're going to connect with others, but three people each day, someone you love, someone you lead and someone you serve every day. And you write down at the beginning of your day, you write down who those three names are 
and you go and you plan to reach out to them. Ideally with a phone call, but if not, you send them a message, say, hey, I'm just thinking about you, whatever it is. But you reach out and connect with those people intentionally every day. And that connection is a very powerful thing. Even if we're introverts, just having that one-on-one connection reminds us of, I don't know, it reminds us of something really deep inside of us that we're we're human beings and we and we just it's part of who we are is to be connected with other people so it's a way of just being intentional about that so that was number one and the other two the other thing that i i really uh would share now is you never stop learning and so i became very intentional about my own professional development in that time just as i am now using the again this time um i made a plan i said okay i'm here Thankfully, we're in a context where there's all kinds of great content online, webinars, books, whatever it is. And I made a plan to get serious about certain aspects of uh, professional development. And I've just done the same thing as we were talking about earlier this time. It's just, uh, this is, I'm, I'm really working right now on developing my marketing skill sets in a new way. That was another thing. It's just be really intentional. Use this time for something. For me, it was professional development. For you, for you, it might be something else. But be intentional about how am I going to grow in this time and make a plan for that. that that's really valuable advice that you're passing down. Well, those are the only questions I have for you today. But um, I just wanted to thank you so much, Sean, for coming on Canada's podcast and sharing all of your advice and your experience thank you and especially the advice for um you know passing along your your experience from the neck injury and how that applies to COVID-19 and our experience now I know a lot of people are very isolated and lonely and looking for things to do I'm one of them well I think you go through a process of um, getting used to it yeah that's very helpful yeah well I mean it's 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 totally normal to uh feel all those things and to completely understandable it's a strange time we're in, but if we make a plan to do one or two or three things that are just you know to 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 keep pushing us forward, we'll do okay yeah so anyways, it's been a great i really appreciate this opportunity. you guys have a great podcast, Leslie, and I was delighted to be a part of it today so where can our viewers find you online? Well, the I'm I'm on uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, but the easiest place to start is my website, which is arrowheadcoaching.ca. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much, Sean, and um, we'll talk soon. Okay. All right. Thanks, Leslie. Thanks for listening to Canada's podcast. Like, comment, and subscribe to all our channels to get the latest podcasts from entrepreneurs across Canada.